Okay, hallelujah. Hello, everybody. This is my second episode for my podcast. And I was going to wait till maybe next week to do one with my friends. But um, today I learned so, so, so much. And I am just filled right now with God's presence and His Holy Spirit. And I was like, I definitely need to do this now. And I pray over this podcast that whoever hears this, that it will change your perspective on so many things. Like that's how much I just learned right now. And I want to share it with you, you know, because that is why um, God gave us this technology so that we can spread his word and the gospel and spread his goodness and his grace. So that is why we are here today. So thank you so much for hearing this. And I truly believe that if you clicked on this podcast, it's because God has a message for you. So before we get started, I want to talk about the the basically my reasons for giving this podcast today. Now, everything that I am saying, all the information obviously is from the Bible, but it is um basically me receiving it through a preaching by Mike Todd on what is called I said what I said. That is the title of his preaching and this is something that I learned from him and I am just giving my two cents like my opinion on everything because it is very impactful for me so if you don't know me personally I am a very um well I I know that words have power and that's literally what we're going to be talking about but in my past because I declare in Jesus name that I am no longer this person but I used to be a very negative worrying doubtful type of person I remember ever since I was young um I would always kind of like declare it over my life ever since I was like 10 years old I would always be like why do bad things always happen to me why am I always so unlucky why am I always the one in the back you know like I I see so many people around me be blessed you know like I I see so many people have the things that I want I see so many people um with this these this life that I couldn't even imagine of how for me to receive you know like I growing up I always felt like the ugly one I have ugly hair I'm always chunky I can never be thin and beautiful like all those other girls like I I see all my like you know like I every time I, I was growing up I would see all my female friends like get all these boys all over them and want to take them out on dates and fall in love with them and I was always the one that's alone you know I was always the single one I was always by myself and I was always like, Lord, you know, like, why, why, why can't I just one time in my life have it my way? You know, like when, when everyone in my family or sorry, not my family, when all my friends got COVID, none of their moms died, but mine did, you know, it, it it's like, it, it was always me, always me, like always me. And I was always like, God, like, why can't I just have things go good for once in my life? You know, I fell in love with someone so hard when I was younger. Uh, well, in my early 20s. And he just left me to go be with other women. And I was always like, God, like, that was like the love of my life. Why? You know? 
And, and I was like, you know, Lord, I, 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 that's why I'm just giving my reasons, which I think are stupid, but those were my reasons of always speaking negative, always doubting God, always never having true faith because I never saw things go my way, you know, never. But as I saw this preaching, it just gave me this faith and this hope that things can turn around. Things will get better. Things don't have to be always the way I perceive them or I or or what I predict for them to be in my negative self, you know? So for example, when Mike Todd did this preaching called I said what I said, um I was like, "Hey, you know, Maybe this is something that God wants me to hear. And I'll tell you why. Because before I heard this preaching, um, I'm the type of person where I'll, I'll tell you another backstory. Again, this is a podcast. This is this is not a quick thing, y'all. Okay, this is going to be a lengthy little subject uh, topic, but conversation, if you would want to say it like that. Um, I am someone that has received many prophecies uh not not to not at that point like i'm not saying i've had like hundreds but i've had at least a good amount like a handful of prophecies over my future and i I won't say every single one of them but there is one that is very on my mind always because it means the most to me and i guess a little bit of what i'm going to say about that specific prophecy i won't give details but um it was god promising me a husband who is going to one day be a preacher and he is going God told me that he specifically that my husband is not only going to be a pastor and a minister and a traveler and everything but he is going to be baptizing people even in the Jordan River so it's like a huge thing right but in my mind as I was in my bathtub and I was bathing and I was thinking I was like God you know you gave me this word, but why is it taking so long? You know, like, why is it taking so long? Why can't I just have it now, Lord? You know, I'm not a young girl. I'm not 18. I'm 26. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm 25. Sorry. I'm 25 years old. I'm not 16. Why can't I have this blessing in my life now? But the preaching and the details and the notes that I'm about to tell you really impacted me now when i was asking god this i don't know why the word divorce was in my mind and i was very confused because i was like okay hold on i'm like talking to god about my husband and then this weird word called divorce is in my mind so i was like no 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 no," and i was like rebuking it and everything but after i was thinking of that word divorce which again it was just it just came to my mind Mike Todd, the pastor of Transformation Church, posts a YouTube video. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this is something that I really need to hear because I usually always ignore my notifications. But this one, I don't know why. I was like, let me click on it and tell me why, y'all. And this is what caught my attention immediately. Tell me why one of the first main points that he said immediately when the video started was he quote unquote he said we got a divorce fear talk 
So I was like, oh, hold up, Lord. I was just for some reason super confused thinking, why are you putting it in my mind, the word divorce? And when this preaching pops up and I click it, one of the first thing he says is we got a divorce fear talk. So that is why it caught my attention. So that means that God wanted me to hear this preaching. Now, I said what I said in the beginning for a reason, because I'm always like, God, why can't I have this? Why can't I have that? But God was telling me in this preaching, he said, Jasmine, this is why you don't have what you want. And I know that that sounds like a little sus, a little prosperity type of thing, but hear me out, okay? Because trust me, I'm not someone that wants thousands of dollars and a nice car and a house. That's not exactly the desires of my heart. My dreams are something else. But I want to show you what God was trying to tell me. So it says, the first main point is this. It says, we are canceling the very promises of God because of the words we are saying. So that is point number one, if you want to write that down. I'm going to repeat it one more time. We are canceling the very promises of God because of the words we are saying. So when I went back to the beginning of me giving my dumb reasons as to why I'm such a negative person, if you really, really think about it, What if all of those times of me saying, God, why this? Why that? Or me being negative, like, no, it's not going to happen. Or no, it's not going to be this way. It's not going to be that way. But then when Mike Todd was making this point, we are canceling the promises of God because of our words. So in my mind, I'm thinking, hold up. I'm, I'm pretty negative, to be completely honest with you. And I was thinking, what if it's not God just being, you know, like a mean God of being like, no, I'm not going to give you this. You don't deserve it. Or maybe it's just not time yet because look at you. You're still super weak. You still can't handle the blessing if I gave it to you now. I'm always like, God is always like, I'm always having this image of God just withholding everything from me, you know, or, or better yet, everything that I've wanted. Like that's another way of saying it. Everything I've wanted. I would just always imagine God just holding it against me, not wanting to give it to me. But when he said that our words can probably cancel God's hand moving in my life and in your life, I was thinking, oh, okay, hold up. Maybe this is something that I need to work on. So when he said, empower your faith talk, that's when it really caught my attention And I know that maybe some of you are like, okay, this is like basic knowledge, jazz. Obviously, we have to speak positive or whatever. But hey, maybe this is some for not all of you. But I know a lot of people that are always speaking negative. Trust me, when it comes to their life and their situations and things like that. So when it, so another note says, when I talk, things change. It takes crazy faith to speak God's word out loud. So let's continue. It says, what you say when you're feeling pressed exposes what's in the heart. Okay, so this is an example. Again, this is not me. This is not my knowledge. This is all Mike Todd, but I'm just giving my two cents. Um, For example, let's say you're someone that just stubbed your toe against a, a furniture, right? 
And usually when that moment strikes, you say like a bad word because you're just like, ah, and then you just say a bad word, you know, because when you're pressed or when you're hit, it exposes what's inside of you. So when let's say you believing God for something, but then something negative happens suddenly and you're just like, oh, shoot, like I did not expect for this to happen. And then you're thinking, okay, this negative thing happened. Now, how am I going to instantly react at that moment? Am I going to cry? Am I going to freak out? Am I going to stay calm because I know that God's in control? How are you going to react when that moment comes? Okay. But now in Matthew 12, 34, it says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So that is a reference to my point that I was saying earlier. So everything that you have been saying exposes your heart. So what type of words are coming out of your mouth right now? Okay, because it says everything God wants to do in your life is going to take the payment of faith. So if you're believing God for a car, because let's say you don't have one, and you're constantly saying, no, I don't think, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to get a car this year. And you have your reasons for saying it. You're like, I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have good credit or this or that. But then you're like, you're, even a way you're really limiting God at that moment. Okay. Because failure talk is controlling the narrative of your life. So what would happen if you start declaring good things in a way that is in favor of your faith? Then what kind of changes will you start seeing because you're speaking positive instead of negative? Okay, so let's say, for example, you have marriage problems, but you're constantly talking bad about your spouse with your friends and you're constantly complaining that your husband doesn't love you anymore. He doesn't give you love anymore. He doesn't um, be there for you when you need him. But you're like, even if it's a fact, you know, you're still declaring it with your words when you go out with your friends. But you expect God to heal your marriage. So if you and God are working together and he needs your payment of faith, but you're not depositing it, then how is he going to do it? How is he going to fix things? So when it says feelings matter, but they can't overrule you. That's what Mike Todd said. Feelings matter, but they can't overrule you. And I thought that that was so just bought on for me because I know that God gave me word about my future and my husband and all these things, but my feelings in my reality right now affect me. That's why um, sometimes when I take a bath, it's usually because I'm getting an anxiety attack because I know that you're like, wow, Jazz, I mean, why are you sad if God gave you word? Well, if you knew the amount of years that I have been waiting for God to move, you would understand as to why I get anxiety, you know, like, and, and here I go, you know, I'm giving my reasons for why I talk negative, but God doesn't care about your feelings. He does. But in reality, do you really think that your negative talk and your feelings 
are going are going to be used by God to move you forward to your future. No, because God doesn't need for you to be speaking negative in order for him to move. He needs for you to speak positive and have faith in order for him to start moving. So let's go back to the book of Genesis where God con- where in the scriptures it constantly said and God said Okay, so it says the creation of what God wants for you to do in your life will require for you to say something. So before God manifested a creation, he first spoke it, right? So let's repeat after me. So whatever your name is, whoever's listening, it's you're going to say and blank said so. I'm going to say right now, and Jasmine said, okay? So if you're hearing this right now, you say your name. So, and Jasmine said, so I'm saying my name. So it's like how in the beginning of the book of Genesis, and God said, so it says, and Jasmine said, and you don't know if the positive thing with the power of your words that you will declare right now at this moment, you don't know what supernatural miracle can occur like in that specific moment by you opening your mouth because that's how God created the heavens and the earth. So let's look at some biblical references. So for example, when Abraham got told by by God to go sacrifice Isaac. This blew my mind when Mike Todd pointed this out. He said that Abraham said, me and the boy are going to go worship and we will be back. So it's so strange to me that he knows that he was just told that God was going to ask him to sacrifice his son. But he was saying, hey, God will provide the, the, the lamb, the sacrifice, and we will be back. It's so weird to me how he declared something that was the opposite of his circumstances. Now, now I know that might sound a little confusing, so let's keep going. Okay, so it says... There's another one where it says Noah told the people it's going to rain. So he was declaring that to all the people to try to warn them before he even saw what rain even was. Okay, before he ever saw rain, he was already declaring it. It's going to rain. Or let's look at this other one where it says David told Goliath today I will cut your head off. So are we seeing a little, you know, you know what I'm trying to say here, a a little, a little reference that just keeps going on and on a little snowball about how there's just multiple evidence of how you have to speak first before you see your miracle. So the next point that I wrote is faith talk comes no matter what your situation you're in. So can you imagine how David felt when he was facing the biggest warrior there in Israel, which was Goliath, and he used his faith, okay, because that's one thing, and then not only his faith, but then his words to go up to Goliath and say, today I will cut your head off before he even 
did anything. He was already declaring with his mouth his victory. And then with Moses, you know, what did he have to use in order to have Israel be free from Egypt? His words. And what did he say? He said, Moses, let my people go. Okay, because even though he saw all the crazy likeness of of Pharaoh and all the power that Pharaoh had, it says, I don't live by fact, I live by faith. So even though he was just one man, that not only was he just one man, he was also one man that couldn't even talk correctly. He was saying, let my people go. Okay, so also... Another story was when Joshua told the sun, stay still, okay? And the sun paused in the sky for I forgot how many days, but you know my point. And I was thinking, man, if you can stop the sun with your words, then what else, what other miracles with faith and with God can you do to make things come to pass? Because it says here that I wrote, what seems impossible, if you speak it, it can even pause history. Okay? So I wrote down this point. It says, God has given me a promise. I don't leave my situation unless faith talk is the last word. Because Mike Todd was saying of how when he was trying to get the Spirit Bank Center, which was the building that he has right now for Transformation Church, um, God already gave him word. Okay, that he was going to have that that building. So when God was telling him that you're going to have that building, but people in real life were telling him, no, you're not. That's another way to really make sure. Because I remember Mike Todd was saying he was like, "Okay, I know that you're telling me this, but. I don't really care because God said something else. And that's what we also have to understand. You know, like when the doctor says, no, you are sick. This is what the paper says. You have to be like, okay, I understand what you're saying. But God says that I am healed. Okay. You got to be like, hey, you know, one day I will receive what God promised me. I don't care what you say or I don't care what I'm personally seeing in front of me because he said, Mike Todd said, faith talk activates heaven because the language of heaven is faith, which is proven in 1 Corinthians 1.16. So another point that he said was, so when we talk faith, it's not in a place for us to beg God to do anything because it's already done. Because man, those, this point that he was saying where he was like, that God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So it's not that God is like creating all the atoms to make like your miracle manifest. It's already done. But you just don't have it yet because you haven't asked God for it yet with faith and with your words. You know, because in the invisible, it's already done. Faith is to have access to the invisible realm that we cannot see in front of our eyes, but God can. And it also says when we pray, God is not creating something new. It's just our faith gaining access to what is already done, which is another point proven with Ephesians 1.3.
So he says that God is waiting on you to say it because you have angels that haven't worked for you in decades. So, man, just start like, I don't know if you can pause it right now, but you just got to start declaring it right now. Like, I am blessed. I am favored by the most high God. I will get a good financial job that will support me and my family and I'll go above and beyond where I can also support other families. Like you gotta say right now, like I will lose the weight. I will eat healthier. I will go to the gym. I will be the most fit, handsome, beautiful person that can ever walk on this planet. Like I know that that's just a like a freaking flabbergasted thing but you gotta start declaring it like i love myself but i will also take care of myself because that's how much i love myself and you gotta start declaring like i will get a car one day and it's gonna be the most amazing and beautiful car that i will ever ask for because god says that he will give you more than what you could ever ask or think what you say creates what you see. Because he also made this point where if you're constantly saying, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job, right? But then you kind of like clock in, you're already saying that you hate it. So you're already expecting for your job to give you a bad day. And then you wonder why you end up quitting like three days, I'm sorry, like a couple of weeks later. I don't know why I said three days, but a couple of weeks later because you just kept declaring of how much you hated it. So then how do you expect to ever one day love it if you keep declaring that you hate it, okay? Because he, Mike Todd said, your words are working. They are framing your world, okay? So by faith, your words can change your seasons, But you also have to be specific with your words. And there's a verse that says the latter days will be greater than my former days. Okay, so no matter how good or bad your life was before this point, you can actually declare that your future days will be better. And you have to understand how much power your words actually have the moment you speak it. So we're going to go back to the story of the fig tree where Jesus saw that a fig tree was not producing fruit. And what did Jesus do? He said, no, he said, no one will ever eat your fruit again. But what did I say right now, which was the topic of this whole message? It says, he said, he didn't think it. He didn't, he didn't think it. It says, he said, no one will ever eat your fruit again to the fig tree. Okay. Now what amazes me of what Mike Todd pointed out, which means that I just have to reread the story. He literally pointed out that Jesus didn't go back to check if it already died Because that's how much he knew that the moment he said it, that's the moment that the fig tree died. Yes, it took a couple of days for it to start withering and dying and whatever. But he wasn't like, let me go back. Let me go back to the tree. Let me go see if it's already dead. Let me go see if it's already dead. No, he's Jesus. He already knew that with his words, he already killed it the moment he said it. 
So that's why he wasn't going to go back to check because we also have to understand that if you are saying, hey, my marriage is healed, but then you're like, you know what? Um, let me just check my husband's phone one more time to see if he's not cheating on me. Well, then that's kind of like going against of what you're trying to declare over your marriage. Like you got to act like if it's healed, you know, that's why Jesus wasn't going back to the tree because he was acting because he knew that it was already dead that's why he wasn't going back to check if it was dead because he already believed in the moment that he declared that it was dead so when you're like wait wait, okay let me just double check if my son is like not watching porn anymore let me check on his computer i'm just trying to be real with y'all okay like maybe a mother out there is like let me let me just go check let me go just go check no you gotta declare that your son is saved and you gotta act like if he is already saved because your words have power So when the moment that you declare that he is saved, you don't have to be scared anymore. You can already get your Bible and you can already be like, son, let's go to church. And you can already have good expectancy because you've got to act with your faith. So when it says right here, it says, watch your words while you're waiting. Because let's say you're declaring that your son is already saved, but you still see him acting up. You better watch your words. You better not be like, oh, you know what? No, this isn't going to work. Oh, my gosh. Look, he's already like doing God knows what at this hour again. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, no, this is not going to work. Like, you're you're already canceling of what you already declared. Because in the beginning of the message, we said that our words can cancel God's promises. And in Proverbs 18.21, it says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. So you choose. Okay, so you can choose what your words can do for you. Will they give you life or will it give you death? So that's why there's that famous verse that says say to this mountain what did i just say i said say so you're meaning you're speaking it's a say to this mountain and be lifted into the sea and it will happen it's not saying maybe it'll happen it's saying that it will happen because you declared with your words obviously with also your faith that it will move and so it will happen so that is just a quick little podcast that i wanted to give um it really impacted me mainly because i have been struggling so for so long for things to change in my life and to get better and i get so nervous sometimes when i see things happening and i'm like man this is the complete opposite of what god told me what do i do what do i believe i'm scared but When I heard this preaching, I knew that it was just God being like, hey, you can receive your miracle right now, but you just need to have enough faith to not only believe it, but to also say it. Because he is just proving time and time again with David and and Abraham and Joseph that how powerful words are and that they have to be first. They it has to have it has to be something that has to become first priority in order to receive your miracle because God spoke 
first, before the heavens and the earth were created. And you have to do the same with your miracle. So I hope this blessed you. Um, sorry if I stuttered. This was very sudden. I wasn't really prepared for this, but I'm really happy and thankful that you all are here. So please, if you want to go watch the preaching, it's called I Said What I Said by Mike Todd. And I really, really recommend it. And I really hope that from this point forward that you are careful with your words. And I promise you with my own faith and with my own words that you will start seeing miracles come to pass in jesus name amen